Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Oh, what a bad day for the quote-unquote punt god. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Ray's Sports Rant for the Dean Blundell Network at DeanBlundell.com. My name is Ray Rowe. And uh, you know what? I, I Listen... I had a ton of topics that I wanted to talk about tonight. I wanted to discuss Kevin Durant remaining with the Brooklyn Nets. I wanted to talk about how UEFA Champions League rigged their draw today and have Bayern Munich facing their old goal scorer, Robert Lewandowski, over at Barcelona. However, there's other news. Because the Buffalo Bills, who just moved on from their punter because they drafted the punt god, Matt Arazia. He has been accused of being involved in gang raping a 17-year-old girl. I don't even know how to, I, I don't know how I got through that kind of same thing normally because it's disgusting. I think what I'll do is I'll start with an article that I read about it just to keep everybody up with the news. Um, it's a trigger alert. It's disgusting. It's an awful article, but I, in order to be able to talk about what we need to talk about, we got to go through it. So this comes from the Associated Press and it goes like this. Matariza, the punt god who led San Diego State to a record-setting season before being drafted by the Buffalo Bills, and two of his former Aztec teammates were accused in a civil lawsuit Thursday of gang-raping a teenager at an off-campus party last fall. The lawsuit, filed in San Diego County Superior Court, accuses uh, Arezia, Xavier Leonard, and Nolan Pawa Awiko of gang-raping a 17-year-old girl at a Halloween party at a home where Areza had been living. The plaintiff, now 18, identified in the complaint as Jane Doe because she was an underage at the time. No arrests have been made, and San Diego police have not publicly identified any suspects. Leonard is listed on San Diego State's roster as a red shirt, sorry, as a red-shirted freshman offensive lineman from Arlington, Texas. And Awaliko is not listed on this year's roster, but was on the 2021 roster as a defensive lineman from Seattle. The lawsuit states that the teen had been drinking with friends when they decided to go to a party on October 17th, and she was observably intoxicated upon arrival. She became separated from her friends and was approached by Ariza, who offered her a drink, according to the lawsuit. She believes the drink not only contained alcohol, but other intoxicating substances, the complaint said. She told Ariza, who was 21 at the time, that she was in a high school senior, according to the lawsuit. She alleges that he then led her to a side yard where he asked her to perform oral sex and then had sex with her before taking her to a bedroom in the home. There were at least three other men in the room, including Leonard and Oliko, according to the complaint. The lawsuit states that Arezia threw the teen onto the bed face first 
and she went in and out of consciousness consciousness while being raped. It added, but she does not remember some moments from the horrific gang rape. After an hour and a half, the teen stumbled out of the room, bloody and crying, according to the complaint. Her nose, belly button, and ear piercing had been pulled out. She immediately told her friends about the rape and the next day reported to the police and underwent a rape exam, according to the lawsuit. Officers coached her on calling Ariza, which she did 10 days later as detectives recorded it, according to the complaint. During the call, Ariza confirmed having sex with her, the lawsuit states, but when she asked, and did we actually have sex, he responded, this is Matt Ariza. I don't remember anything that happened that night and hung up. Quote, this is a horrific kind, the kind of which happens all too often, attorney Dan Gillian said in a statement to the AP. Gillian said, this case is especially egregious because it doesn't only involve self-entitled athletes, but multiple organizations from the university to the Buffalo Bills who have acted the part of enablers looking the other way in denial that my client deserves justice, even if dependents are prized athletes. The Los Angeles Times first reported the lawsuit. Attorney Carrie Armstrong, who represents uh, Arzaria in the criminal investigation, called the allegations untrue. Uh, sorry, called the called the uh, allegations untrue before the lawsuit was filed because he provided the team updates since he was retained by the punter about. Sorry, I'm sorry. Here we go. Attorney Carrie Armstrong, who reported Arzaria to the crime uh, criminal investigation, called the allegations untrue based on the findings of an investigator he hired. I 100% do not believe that he forcibly raped the girl or had sex with her while she was passed out or drunk or anything like that, Armstrong told the AP. It's unfortunate that she's filed a civil suit. I think it's a cash grab. Armstrong said that the Bills were aware of the allegations and investigation of his area before the lawsuit was filed because he provided the team an update since he was retained by the punter about six weeks ago. Matteriz is very upset about this, as you can imagine. He's very disappointed, Armstrong said, but he's going to get his day in court eventually. Armstrong said he's been informed that police have all but completed their criminal investigation, which will then be reviewed by the district attorney to determine whether to file charges. Mark Xavier Carlos, who is representing Awilico in the ongoing criminal investigation, and Jamal Kersey, representing Leonard, told the Times they could not comment. The lawsuit comes days after the Bills cleared the way of Ariza to take over punting duties by releasing returning veteran Matt Hack. Buffalo drafted Ariza in the sixth round because of his booming left leg. The 22-year-old Ariza, who attended San Diego Rancho Bernardo High, was SDSU's most recognizable player during a school record 12-2 season that netted him number 25 ranking in the final AP Top 25 poll. He routinely flipped the field with his jaw-dropping punts and set an NCAA record with a 51.19-yard average. He won the Ray Guy Award and was a first-team AP All-American. Quote, we were recently made aware of a civil complaint involving Matt from October 2021, the bill said in a statement. Due to the serious nature of the complaint, we conducted a thorough examination of this matter, and this is an ongoing civil case, and we will have no other comment at this point. End quote. The Bills traveled to Carolina for their exhibition finale at the Panthers on Friday night, and it's unclear whether Zero will play against the Panthers, though the Bills have no other punter on the record on the roster since Hack since signed with the Indianapolis Colts. So I think what concerns me is 
how long the Buffalo Bills have known about this. And I think as an organization, you have to be on top of it. Now, these are some serious allegations. And I think the word alleged has to be used. I will tell you that as the father of a 16-year-old daughter, I'm full of rage right now. I pray for the victim. I hope that she's okay. I hope that she has a strong support system around her and that she's able to recover from this incident strong and stronger than she was. And however, I do know just through personal experience with, with people close to my life, just how tragic these events can be. I'm disappointed in Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott. I'm disappointed in professional sports leagues and governing bodies who continue to enable the kind of behavior from athletes. Now, listen, again, the word alleged has to be used. People deserve their day in court and Matt will get it. But I think back to the, I think back to the lawsuit against hockey Canada and it was only until sponsors like Tim Hortons and Scotiabank pulled out corporate sponsorships from them that they started taking the allegations of the sexual assault serious. They had a slush fund to pay off victims. We saw the same mishandling by Canada soccer, a sport very close to my heart, as people know. And for the last year, for the Dean Bundell Network, I've been covering the Deshaun Watson story. And that was a story that continued to get to me. It was a rough one to cover because, I mean, you had to keep reading about these allegations. You had to keep reading about what some of these women were going through psychologically. You had to listen to a athlete who used his position of power, who used his intimidation from his body and his size and the things that he is able to do and how he absolutely in my opinion, based on everything that has been presented, everything that I have read and all the evidence that's been presented out there, he absolutely was in the wrong. Now, I can't make that same allegation against Amatazari at this time because we, we don't have the definitive proof, but there's lots more that's starting to come out. I saw a text message that the victim's lawyer put out today and it looked like an exchange between Nazaria's lawyer and himself. And it was basically Nazaria's lawyer looking for some sort of lawsuit or some sort of settlement. And it also said, if you keep calling the Buffalo Bills, he'll get cut and there'll be no money. And that was my first indication that the Buffalo Bills knew. And I know that there's, there's a, a lot of people that aren't happy out there. And just a couple of weeks ago on the Who's Got Next podcast, a podcast that I host on Wednesday night with my friends, we discussed how social media has now put celebrities and anybody who's been accused of anything, it's put them in a the position that they are guilty until proven innocent. So I, you don't want to jump the gun on this. But I also understand from a reaction standpoint that these type of allegations are, are scary. These type of allegations are uncomfortable. And these type of allegations are downright disgusting. And you don't have to be a father. You don't have to be in a position where you knew somebody who was sexually assaulted or, or anything of that nature to be disgusted by, by these kind of reports. I think, I think what's 
I think what I believe is, is something happened to that young woman. Now, whether Matt Azaria or whoever was involved in it, I, that part, you know, we're going to have to wait and see what comes out of it, but something happened to her. And, and that sucks uh, on so many different levels. And that brings me to this. I want to give a big shout out to the Bills Mafia. Because as I said before, I've been covering the Deshaun Watson story for the network. And the one thing that continued to stand out to me was the Cleveland Brown fans who consistently defended Deshaun Watson. Bills Mafia is taking a completely different approach to this. It's almost as if they looked at the whole Deshaun Watson situation and said, "Eh, that ain't us. They're already calling for the majority, calling for him to be cut. They don't even want him part of the team. They don't care that it's alleged. Just the accusation alone is enough for them to say, nope. And it's really refreshing to me because those asshats in Cleveland who are I'm telling you right now, these shittiest fans of professional sports, the ones who are still defending Watson, holding up signs at the stadium saying, fuck them hoes, free Watson. To see a fan base reject who was probably going to make history in the NFL this year for their team, one of the best teams in the NFL, a guy who can completely flip the field. And there's count. if you're a football fan, there are countless, countless Examples of why flipping the field is so important in the game of football. And yet Buffalo Bills fans are saying, cut them. And I, I give you props, Bills fans. Because to see your response and compare it to what I saw from the Cleveland Brown fans... Regardless of guilt or innocence, what it did is it restored my faith in humanity. It showed me that sports fans can look beyond what happens on the field and they can focus on the reality. And the reality is a young girl went through an hour and a half of hell that is going to live with her for an eternity. That hour and a half didn't end the ordeal. The ordeal will live with her forever. And the Bills Mafia has handled this, in my opinion, correctly. They've handled it in a way that I think you would expect a fan base to handle it, unlike the fans in Cleveland. Good on you, Buffalo. Good on you for doing the right thing. And that's just about what I all I got for today. I really appreciate you guys. This uh, Thanks for tuning in to Ray's Sports Rant. I know that was a long article to get through, but... This was a touchy subject. I wanted to have all the facts before I weighed in on my opinion. Uh, I'm sure this is a story that I will be recovering for a long time, the same way I covered Deshaun Watson. And all I'm going to say is to the National Football League, the Buffalo Bills, the NCAA, Hockey Canada, Canada Soccer, or any governing body or any professional sports organization, do better. Do better. It's not all about money and it's not all about the on-field product. Thanks for tuning in to Ray's use or uh, Ray sports rant here for the Dean Blundell network at deanblundell.com. And uh, I'll be back soon. Never forget. You're all legit kid. Mm-hmm.
you looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness? Then check out the Natural Man podcast. Join me, host Mike C, as we explore all areas of human wellness, physical, mental, and emotional. Learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health. Remember, your doctor works for you. Learn biohacks, neurohacks, ways to improve sleep, and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain App, and at naturalmanpodcast.com.